Hello and welcome to Nikki and Joe Discussing Series. My name is Josiel Vasconcelos, but you can call me Joe. And I am Nicole Camille, also known as Nikki, and we are two Brazilian advanced English students. I'm an English teacher. And I'm an accounting student, and I'm passionate about the language. And we have found here on this podcast a new way to have fun while we practice English. If you love TV series just like we do, stay with us every week when we watch and talk about all the details of the episodes. Don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Nikki Joe Podcast, and stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Hello, welcome back to Nikki and Joe Discussing Series. Today we're going to talk about The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. We're going to be discussing Season 1, Episode 4, Not With My Pig, You Don't. The episode was directed by Jeff Melman, and it was written by Lisa Rosenthal. The episode was first aired in October 1st, 1990. This episode starts with Phil giving his family the news about this award that he's gonna get. And he tells that his parents are going to pay him a visit. And also the press will be there to interview the family and about Phil and his life, his achievements. Mm-hmm. And... At the scene, we got some funny moments with Hillary, uh, of course, thinking about the money, clothes, As and always. fame that she's gonna get because of this award. And Carton is uh, also interested about uh, the possible future money that they're gonna get because of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, well, kind of jokes about Philip. Uh, being awarded for this specific award because it's something it's not something that he sees Phil doing uh, like being engaged in activism um, mm-hmm. and this sort of things but then uh, Philip says that he that he was in the 1963 March in Washington uh, and I did some research to see what all of these events uh, were because he mentions many uh, mm-hmm. and this one in Washington it was a march at advocating civil and economic rights for American for African Americans and on this march Martin Luther King gave his famous speech I have a dream and Phil also says that he was at the that he was also at the 1965 march at Selma's uh, for African-Americans to exercise their rights to vote. And he was also at the Watt riots uh, that happened in 1965 also. And this march was, this march demanded the end of the police violence and discrimination in economical areas. Um, which is something that, unfortunately, uh, we are still seeing today, right? Um, it was, this march happened in California, and they are basically demanding the same things that the march that took place uh, now, like, I think, last month, right? Um, yes, June. So, uh, we see that, Nothing has changed. Um, 
it's sad, uh, but I think it's important to mention. Um, but moving on, um, Vivian also intervenes to say that Phil deserves this award because he fought many discrimination cases and he also started college funds for black people. And with all that, we see that, uh, and I think uh, Will can see too, that uh, Philip is more than deserving of this, this award. And then again, Philip is criticized about the fact that he votes for Ronald Reagan. And I, because last episode we saw that too, and here again, so I, I did a, I dived deep into the web to see this because I couldn't find it before. But I, I uh, read that he, that Ronald Reagan, he supported the apartheid in South Africa. So mm -hmm. that's probably the reason why Phil was criticized about it. But I think he probably, when he voted, he probably didn't know that Ronald Reagan would he would support, uh, he would be pro-apartheid, so we see, next scene we see Will teaching Ashley how to dance, and soon we are introduced to Granny and Grandpa, Phil's parents, and Granny immediately, without noticing, says some things about Phil that Will uses as a joke, like for example, uh, we found out, we find out that Philip's nickname is Zeke, and also his hometown apparently is not what he told everyone that it was, and it's actually a, a very mm -hmm. rural area. But the details are cut short when the family comes to hug the couple. Language Corner We have here the word tripping without the D at the end, just an abbreviation that uh, young people do a lot. And this slang has its origins from the act of having hallucinations due to substance abuse. So in this context, it means that you are thinking something crazy or that you are being delusional. So when he says that, he actually means, am I crazy? Or that sort of reminds you of the last episode of Family Ties. Then they go to the living room where we get to see a little bit more about uh, Bossy and Sweet Hattie. I really like that that old lady. <laughs> I don't know about you. Do did you? What's 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 the name? What's her yeah, name? Yeah, her name. Her name shows up. Uh, I think. Only one time in the episode. It's Hattie. H-A-T-T-I-E. Um, I'm going to talk a little more about this later. Mm -hmm. um, so, she... About her, I... At that moment, I saw that she's a bit bossy and she's really sweet. And a great cook. <laughs> because mm -hmm. she's... Uh, already no, I guess I I food. like 
I guess I liked her the moment I saw her, like in the episode. Yes. I. Are you gonna mention the scene when she's singing? Because that scene was the the one that I felt really. I felt some peace when she started singing. I felt like she was my grandma, you know. Yes, maybe there's something more on on your connection to this scene because I felt I felt it too. Uh, but I'm gonna comment later, okay? Because mm -hmm. I know that song um, before I I saw it. I recognized the song from another episode, so <laughs> I'm gonna comment later. Um, and we see that Will immediately bonds with her and. Later, when he arrives home at 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, she's already in the kitchen preparing breakfast. And they start to play cards and she wins uh, every time. Um, and also she tells like the whole childhood story. Uh, she tells all Philip's childhood story. Next day, uh, they are... Like getting ready to start the interview, practicing their speeches, uh, their lines. It's something really, you know, mechanical. Robotic. <laughs> Robotic, yeah. yes. And the reporter shows up and she's not really impressed with that well-rehearsed presentation about Philip's life. And... Uh, next scene, we see Will arriving at home uh, after what seems to be a really fun time at Disneyland. I didn't know Disneyland was in... There was Disney also in California. Did you know that? I don't know. Maybe they, they drove to Disneyland. Um, I just don't... I don't remember if... They mention if Will knew his grandma and grandpa before that episode. No, this isn't. This isn't there. They are not blood related. He's uh, he's Phil's. They are Phil's parents. Yeah, but they are kind of the same family, aren't they? Yeah, but do you know your like your the I don't know. Do you have uncle or? Uh, and who are not your blood related, and you do you know their their family, their parents? Because no, because Will's mother is Vivian's sister, is she? Yes. So they kind of belong to the same family because Vivian met Phil like a long time ago. So maybe Will could have seen like Phil's yes, parents. Yes, that's true. You know. But it so seems that's, like that's what I was wondering if Will already had already met them before because they get along so well, you know. Like uh, when they they are coming from Disneyland, if if they went to Disneyland, they I don't know they are having so much fun, you know. Like they yes. they already they just met each other and they are they get along so so well so easily. Yeah, I, I was just that. wondering if they had met they had met each other before or not. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just because they try to uh, portray Will as a person who gets along well, uh, gets uh, along with everyone, fun. you know. Yeah. Uh, mostly with uh, kids and older people, I think so. 
Yeah, especially with Grandma because she's so lovely and you know, yeah, she's really lovely. Yeah, it's difficult gonna, not to get along with her. And you're gonna see more later of this um, well-being friends with elderly. So, mm -hmm. yeah, it's really nice. And then, uh, well, over here is the reporter claiming that the story was too boring. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be better if they cancel it. And she thinks that she almost got something. I, I got the, you know, that. So she, she thought that uh, Philip was a member of this ASPCA and she would have a better story. Uh, so this ASPCA that Ashley uh, mistakenly talked about it, uh, it's mm -hmm. American Society Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. So yes, it would have been something really interesting to have seen Philip uh, engaged in mm -hmm. in this cause. But yes, she just got confused, and then she. When she's about to cancel the, the interview, um, and then Will realize that and just tells the whole story about Philip's childhood that he learned from Granny. And the interviewer was apparently interested and next morning the newspaper was printed and Jeffrey read it and also Vivian and they try to uh, get Philip not to read it but eventually he reads it and he gets infuriated when he finds out that Will is the one who leaked all this information about him being a farm boy and having mm -hmm. a pig as a pet um, yeah but I and Will didn't see a I guess we didn't see it as a bad thing because he was really excited to tell Phil that he was the one who said that. Yeah. It was like he didn't feel like he was doing something to to make fun of Phil. I don't know. Yeah, because he was I think... excited to to see Phil's reaction, like a, a happy excitement. I don't know. He had the best of intentions. Um, I also think that. He didn't think it was something so stupid. Yeah. And I guess also, he didn't know. He just didn't know that Zeke was was ashamed of his past. Yes. Feel. That's sad and unfortunate. And and Granny enters the the kitchen uh, when Philip is talking about this about his being uh, mad at Will for telling this story and Hattie gets really disappointed uh, because of course it's like he's embarrassed of his roots his childhood mm -hmm. so I understand why Hattie is mad at him I don't understand why he would be embarrassed of his childhood of his past because like he should be actually he should be proud you know for for changing his life, for achieving the life that he that he he has now, I don't know. I don't see it as a as a as a reason to be ashamed of. I don't know. Yes, I think it's maybe uh, later we see that he's saying that he had it easy, like his life was easier than other mm -hmm. uh, 
black um other black children um mm -hmm. because he he lived in this place uh he he wasn't he wasn't close to violence as others uh were yes. and you know as much as uh other black people were so because of disadvantages <laughs> he thinks that it's not worth uh telling people i don't know maybe it's because of that uh i think i'm gonna talk more about it later mm -hmm. um and then they cut to the award party uh and it seems to take place at the country the country club i'm I sorry think. let me just didn't you think that this was such a a short episode it was i don't know it was 20 minutes but it felt like 10 i guess it was <laughs> so fast i think it i think it's because it was a very interesting episode you know yeah it was very interesting but also like the scenes all yes all ended so fast you know like and maybe i, I guess maybe it was because it was interesting yeah you're right but i just remember i was watching it and one second he was he was telling that he was going to get to be interviewed and then they were already at the award party and i was like what You know, yes, really, it's, it's like the, the story is really short. Mm -hmm. uh, it only takes two There's days, no, you know. There are the... no many, there aren't many scenes in this episode. Maybe that's why we get the feeling that it's fast, it's short. Yeah, but I still have uh, many things to, mm -hmm. some more notes here. But so far, from the ones that we have already, already discussed, this was the most interesting one, I guess, for me. Yes, I think so too. I I like to see Phil's background in the in the show. His background story. Yes, it's really it's uh, it usually brings you brings something important when Phil talks about his boyhood. Mm -hmm. It brings to the to the show uh, historical uh, historical meaning, historical events. Mm -hmm. So I really appreciate when they do yes. that. And you were mentioning the award party. Oh yes, that it seems to be on the same country club. I like I love that that everything happens in the country club. <laughs> Um, was it was uh, Phil the one who chose it? Maybe. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. that's true. Yeah, where we where do you want the ceremony award to be? Oh, on my country club. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. <laughs> It's kind of his second house, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and uh, so they're there at the they're having a dinner, uh, dinner party, at the country club, I guess, and. This friend, this same friend that we saw before from Philip's office, is there at the at the club, the restaurant. I don't know, to have dinner with them, and since his mother is mad at him, she brings her own food to the restaurant, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
what I think it, it was maybe had the intention to embarrass Phil, but no one seems to care about the fact that Hattie, that Hattie brought her own food. And yeah, actually, actually Phil's friends actually uh, found that a nice thing. They, they started eating with her. Yes, that was it great. It was fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um, Philip gets upset because there's still this fi- uh, this bad mood on the at the table, and he excuses himself to the bathroom, and Will kind of follows him to talk to him to understand why he's upset and. Will always does that. Uh, he tries to fix things. I think it's an interesting personality trait of uh, Will. And mm-hmm. they're there and Maybe it was the first episode that we see that he kind of cares about Phil. Yes. He wanted to make things right for the first time, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Um... Because Phil is too harsh on him most of the times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I but uh, he, also when he when Grandma when Granny gets in the house, she says that oh he doesn't look like the devil incarnated <laughs> as Phil had told her. Yes. Yeah, that's true. But I think yeah, we know that I think uh, Will understands that uh all Philip does it's for his own good. So mm-hmm. true, that's true. So that's why he cares about his uncle. And so Will is trying to show that show Philip that all that he did matters. Uh the fact that he was the first black president of the young farmers yeah, the young farmers fame. And mm-hmm. the his rebellious act when he went to a whites only restroom as a kid um uh just a parenthesis um with this brief comment uh, about will oh sorry about philip uh with that we see that he was raised under during the racial segregation in the US um mm-hmm. I did a research and it only ended in 1964 and later in the series I see that I saw that Philip was already in college when he at the year of 1964 so he 64 yes yeah, the same year the, the dictatorship started in Brazil oh yeah what I a coincidence thought about that <laughs> So yeah, yeah, the segregation ended legally uh, because it still happened uh, illegally. So we see that uh, Philip actually lived uh, his whole childhood and boyhood under this discrimination, you know. And moving on, we see that Philip, he realizes that he says that he had it easy compared mm-hmm. to... Uh, because he had, he had it easy because he had two parents uh, caring about him, that gave him everything he needed. Uh, yes. But you know, uh, seeing that he was born, he was uh, he was brought up 
under so much discrimination. He had to fight for basic human rights, like, for example, to go to a bathroom, because it was a whites-only bathroom. So, I, I don't think that he should say that he had it easier, but, okay, because I think he's actually comparing to... Yeah, I guess when he said that he had it easy, he, he's mentioning just that he didn't struggle as much as a normal black kid would struggle in their childhood, you know? Yes. Yeah, that's and true. It's a, and it's kind of, it's nice how they emphasize, they emphasize this uh, when they're in the table and we see how his white friends treat him. Like, they are totally um, lovely people, you know, with him. They treat yes. him, like, uh, with kindness and, respect. you know, in respect. Yeah. And I guess maybe they... They brought them to the table to maybe make a, a contrast between the the line when he also said this, you know. I don't know. It was interesting. I just paid attention to the Yeah, as I think it's scene. interesting, these, uh, these white characters, because uh, we don't see many... Uh, white people in the series yeah it was actually the first time that i saw white people in the show uh no but they were before they when? were on the party the first episode oh yeah yeah you're uh, right i didn't i didn't remember and the also first one. they were at the country club the 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 guy the husband and also hillary's best friend is a white girl also mm -hmm. um, yeah i didn't remember that yeah we don't really see i guess my some some of these sitcoms, uh, I think many sitcoms and comedy shows, uh, at least a while ago, they would only have black characters or white characters, because yeah. there's a there. I think maybe later on another episode I can mention that, but there was this Hayes code, this code, that mm -hmm. was really. It happened during the segregation, so segregation, so that's why they still have these things going on uh, later in TV shows and movies. Mm -hmm. But yeah, yeah. Another interesting point is that this is like kind of this is the second serious talk that we will has with Phil, right? Yeah. And the first one was when he was. They were talking about Malcolm X when they, they talked about Malcolm X. And Will was still kind of upset at, at Phil. And in this one, it, they talk again like about a serious matter. And Will was really interested about... Um, he, was really, really, he was really interested about Phil in this scene. Yes. He was interested in knowing Phil's background story like knowing feels what, what he thought about all of these things you know he was kind with him he was a f nice a nice serious talk yes for the episode um so yes uh and also we don't really see not many kids are interested in their parents um history you know story mm -hmm. life story and i think it's really interesting that will does that he's interested he's 
uh, hearing, asking about it. Uh, maybe this has something to do with the fact that he doesn't have a father. His father abandoned him. I don't know if this mm -hmm. is a spoiler. We're gonna see this really. Yes, it is. I didn't know this. Yeah, but yeah, well, no but problem, we don't. No. They don't mention. So yeah, they don't we mention kind his of father. know that. Yeah, we could assume that he didn't have a father. Yes, you're right. So yeah, maybe it has something to do with that. Uh, I guess he was also like the. Um, we start seeing Will. Um, I guess he's starting to feel that he belongs to the place that he is now. You know, because earlier, earlier in the episode, he mentions when they're coming back from Disneyland. He said like, "Oh, it was good to be to go back to reality after being in Bel Air for a while." But seeing the way he talked to Phil and seeing how he wanted uh, Phil to make amends with with his grandma well I'm sorry with his mother mm -hmm. I I know I think he was I think he's starting to feel that he belongs there you know that he's yes. in the right place that he likes them that he likes their his new family you know I feel like they start he they are start bonding yes. in this episode It was interesting. Yeah, I think this is was the this was the the beginning of a strong bond that he's gonna mm -hmm. have with Philip. Mm -hmm. This episode had many strong points, many yes. strong moments. I still have some things to mention. Mm -hmm. uh, and then um, the next scene, Philip uh, gives his speech. Uh, Next scene, Philip gives his speech and he thanks his parents um, at his speech. And it's all forgiven. Um, Hattie's really, Granny's really proud of him and happy that he owned his backstory, his, his story, his life story. Mm -hmm. And then the episode ends with her singing I was going to sing because <laughs> if I was being m really myself I would sing this part but I don't know <laughs> uh, so do you want to sing. sing? I'm gonna try um, <laughs> no okay. it's not gonna be like a professional singing moment okay so <laughs> okay. don't judge me uh, and the episode ends with Hattie singing Wait in the water, wait in the water, children. So that song she sings, I don't know. Uh, you singing now, or you singing now already gave me a, a peaceful moment. <laughs> this song is so peaceful. <laughs> yeah, you say that yeah. this song is peaceful, but there's a whole uh, history about this song. Yeah, I still that don't I know. think we're gonna talk about it later on episode 17 of this 17? Okay. of this show of the fresh prince of bel-air have you watched um, the hunger games mocking jay yes are you, Do you remember are when... you going yes. to the you reminded tree? me of this song oh but that song it's not a, a peaceful song too <laughs> no it's not a, no it's not a peaceful song but it reminded me of katniss singing you know that tone of voice This song reminds me of another song, uh, uh, also from black people. 
like a uh, way uh, old song that it's sung in the X-Files. Mm -hmm. So it's really, that song mm. really hits, you know, I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why it hits mm. home. But it's like maybe it's a it's familiar my... song. It's like I've I've heard this before. It's like I, I don't know. It's like, it's like I recognize the melody, but maybe I have never heard yeah, this song before. Yeah, or maybe before. it's in our blood or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's something mystical. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, so why am I talking about this song? Let's just put together things here, facts. Uh, they mentioned. Granny's name only once they call her called her Hattie, uh, and mm -hmm. Hattie is short for Harriet, and Harriet was a really important character on in black people's history and black history. Uh, Harriet Tubman, uh, she was a woman born enslaved in 1822. And she is mostly known for freeing um, many, many, I think thousands, thousands of slaves. And she would sing this song, Wade in the Water. Um, she would sing this song as um, something like instructions to the other slaves to follow so they could escape. So, that's why this song is so important. And we're going to see more about Harriet Tubman uh, later on the series. Okay, that's why I was able to link all this. And also because I studied about her before in my uh, graduation. So, yeah, I think it's... I think it was really important uh, for the show to bring this uh, historical character... You know, it's such a small detail that I wonder if people who are watching, they would, you know, immediately get the message that they're talking about Harriet Tubman. I wonder that. And I, I kind of wonder why did they put all these details, you know, uh, mm -hmm. if there's something more about it or if they were just doing like a... trying to honor... Uh, Harriet Tubman's memory maybe it's that but whatever the intention was uh, I think it's it's something really you know it's something really Meaningful. important yes, yes and yeah what do you think do you think people who were watching they immediately knew that they were talking well, about Harriet Tubman yeah maybe well, because of the Maybe what? the song is maybe the song is really it's something that people know. Yeah, well, for me, as I didn't know the song and I didn't know the background story uh, before um, behind this, the this the song, so I don't I didn't connect, I didn't link it to to this story. But I guess if um, someone who's watching knows a little bo a little um, about Black history and what. And what happened, um, and what what the song brings? I guess they might have linked it to the to what it, it is what it represents, you know. Yeah, maybe they study more about their, you know, mm -hmm. culture than we do there. So, 
Yeah, yeah. maybe it's more common in the United States. They are more familiarized with these subjects in school, I guess. Yes. Yeah. That's what I was trying to say, but I said it in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and also, what's her, her name? Ha Hattie, is it? Hattie. Yeah. Hattie. Also, Hattie, she she doesn't sing. I I don't. I didn't feel like she was singing it with. I don't know if she was singing it with passion, you know. And she, yes. I, I just could tell that it had a, a meaningful meaning. <laughs> it had an <laughs> important meaning. And because it, it was touching, you know, just to hear her singing, I, I instantly felt touched, you know. Um, yes, but this song... I just didn't um... link it to any story, you know. I just felt like she was singing it with happiness and pride and passion yes because so yeah because this song brings many uh, emotion yeah as emotions and as you said pride because mm. um harriet she was really important to the black history um mm. she helped many people and I guess they are more aware of what it all represents, you know, because they yes. are they are all um, familiarized with Black history and Black culture, and, yeah. and also because it's the American Black history, you know. And also, um, talking about this last scene, she's singing and she's looking at Philip's. Uh, childhood pictures and mm -hmm. and she sings this song and it's kind of you know thinking that um most of this was kind of possible uh because harriet and people like harriet harriet tubman uh fought uh sometimes even physically mm -hmm. fought uh for their freedom so I think maybe that's another importance of this scene. And, and in the last picture, was it the actor who, inter who plays Phil? Yeah, I have no idea if it's really the... If I it's really wondering. baby uh, Phil or if they just put an old picture there. I don't know. But I think because it, it looks like it looks like the actor who plays Phil. Yeah, it's probably it's probably Phil. They took an old picture of him. They he probably kept it home and they show it there. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, so my my funniest moment of this episode for me was the scene when Philip Philip's parents arrive, and he runs to hug them, saying "Mama and Papa," like. <laughs> Like he's a little baby, because we don't see like a a grown person saying like that. So for me, that mm -hmm. was really funny, and also I really love the actors, uh, James Avery's uh, facial expressions. You know, every time yes. he like uh, opens his eyes, really 
wide uh, and do those things, you know, uh, for comedic effects. And I really enjoy his acting. What about you? What was the funniest moment for you? Um, yeah, well, I guess for me, the funny moments were all like equally funny. Um, but I guess I would choose the last one of the last scenes when in the end of the episode Will is talking to Phil and then in the end the the end of the conversation Phil says that the parents just don't understand <laughs> and it's like he 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 doesn't realize that he's always he's also a parent <laughs> and also he never understands what the kids are saying what the kids are trying to to say you know i was actually gonna talk about this this scene because it's like it's for me it's like phil when his parents are in town he's kind of put himself in the same level as will uh, as he you know he sees mm -hmm. himself as a, a yes. teenager too and also he's kind of giving uh will like um how can I say that words for later arguments with Philip? Uh, mm -hmm. His Will's face was kind of like, yeah, he was also like you said. He was also like, what do you mean you're yeah. you're a parent too? But also, but I think he was... he's like saving for later, you know. Mm -hmm. But it was more for me. It was more meaningful than funny because um, I don't know. I I really enjoyed this episode. In this specific scene, um, it was the first time that Phil was willing to talk to Will, you know. He was, he allowed himself to open his story to Will, to open himself to Will, you yes, know. Yes, that's true. He was, he was open to him, he was kind to him. I don't know, I didn't kind of, I didn't quite recognize the Phil that we have been seeing in that scene, you know, it was more lovely. Everyone in this episode were more was more lovely, more yeah, kind. I think that more understandable. I think that when uh Philip when he's like facing some facing some problems, you know, uh through the episode, he shows himself more vulnerable um mm -hmm. to will. Yeah. So yeah, it's nice that you mentioned that. Mm -hmm. I was really interested about all the all of the relationships in this episode. It was yeah. I don't know. Uh, and it, it it's nice. interesting uh, also to uh, at least in these four episodes we see more like uh, Philip and Will's interactions. And mm -hmm. like the other characters are not as uh, main characters as them, mm -hmm. uh, at least yes. not uh, up to this point, not until now. So yeah, I think it was a really great episode. Mm. Yes, they uh, handled the they handled it pretty well. Yes, and I think it the producers. It was a episode that makes us. Uh, look forward uh, for the next one. Yeah, this episode makes us feel empathetic about their relations. Yes. 
so yeah, it was a great episode. Uh, so keep listening to hear about episode 5, Homeboy, Sweet Homeboy. This episode was directed by Jeff Melman and written by Sam Art Williams. It was first aired in October 8, 1990. So the episode starts uh, with the family getting getting in the house. Um, they are mentioning that Will is, Will is feeling sad because he's homesick. And he, he doesn't even want to talk. He doesn't even want to speak because... Because it's, it's been a while, right, that he's been living with them and he misses his his house, his friends. And and they try to they try to cheer cheer him up, uh, tr um, bringing him a a cheesesteak that is similar to the ones that he used to eat in Philadelphia. And and then uh, when we'll seize it. He he says he has nothing to do uh, with the with the cheesesteaks from Philadelphia because he has no grease stains because it's pretty um, greasy the ones that he eats so it doesn't work and he starts talking about he starts talking about his experiences with his old friend uh, Ice Tray and he starts talking about his his experiences with him. When they were kids, when they were growing up, and Vivian sees how he misses him, he misses his friend. So he she has an idea to invite him to invite Astray to to visit Will, because uh, the it seems like a good idea to cheer him up as he's feeling sad. Language corner. some more of Will's friends out. Let's just put a big neon sign out in front of the house that says Homeboy Hotel. Homeboy is the title of the episode and also mentioned by Phil and is a slang used for good friends or acquaintances from your hometown or same social background. And is originated by the African American English vernacular and when it's, it can be used on a phrase, for example, he was hanging out with his homeboys, that's why he's late. Um, we're going to see this word many times during the series, so it's nice to learn about it. And it's the first time that we see Will sad, right? It's the yes. first time that we see him not wanting to talk. Because he's usually very talkative, and he's usually he's usually very communicative and happy. And so, yeah, and happy, and he gets so Vivian's kind of worried about him, and Phil. I don't think Phil is that worried about him mm. because he he likes <laughs> he likes that Will is not messing around like he he used to do. Yes. And also, and... it's the first time that we get this idea of time that uh, many time has passed, a lot of time has passed, uh, that he, he's been living there for a while. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I didn't have this perception of time, like, 
But yeah, he's been there for a while. Yeah, we want and we he understand. To feel, we can understand yes. that he's been there for a while, but yeah, we don't mm -hmm. know the time exactly, but mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, we can feel it. <laughs> um and it's the episode five, right? Yes. Usually there's a gap of like a week or a month between episodes, I guess. Mm. Some weeks, at least. And yeah, so then she we even suggested that they should invite Astray to visit Will. And the idea uh, cheers him up. And, and then Hillary, she shows up asking Philip for money, as always, as usual. $200 she asks, this time. Yeah, she asks for $200. And she says that she needs money for books because she's changing her majors. Uh, she says that she's changing to communications. She doesn't actually understand <laughs> what it is for. Yes. Uh, but she said that she's good at it. Yeah, and after that, they prepare the house to receive Astray. And Ashley also gets excited to meet Will's friend. Yes, she's, it's really... Yeah. There's this... Because there's this scene that Ashley, she's really, yeah, you're saying that Ashley was really excited. Uh, mm -hmm. And she says some things, some words. Yeah, it's nice the, that she kind of uh, acts like Will. Yeah, she says some using, slangs. Uh -huh. uh, and that surprises her father. Yeah, he doesn't understand what they are talking about. It, he acts mm -hmm. as if he didn't understand a word that she said. Yeah, so they prepare the house to receive Astray. And Will introduces him to the family. And and he refers to Carlton as uh, Daffy Duck's brother. Uh, which is that snob, that snob duck from the Looney Tunes cartoon. Mm -hmm. that in Brazil, we know him as... Patolino, right? Oh, yes. And he, he does look a little bit like Daffy Duck for me. <laughs> I think he looks more like uh, Tio Patinhas. I, let me see if I can find the name. I, 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 I look for it. I think it is Scrooge McDuck because he's really attached to money. So uh -huh. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's... Yeah. <laughs> Astray brought Will some cheesesteaks from Philadelphia. And this time is the real one. Like the greasy... Uh, yeah, the greasy cheesesteak. And this time uh, it gets Will gets cheered up. Yeah, at the, this point we see that Astray uh, knows how to break into houses. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I think it's a... Which is not a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me, it's a surprise because I didn't know that um, Will was in the crime life. <laughs> because it's weird mm -hmm. for this guy to know uh, Will's friend to know how to break into yes. houses, you know. Uh, so, yeah, it's something for us to think about. And then we see Will and I straight talking about the girls that they have been with. They are kind of mock mocking the girls, uh, which was a, a little too much for me, the scene. But yes. they are teenagers, right? 
so yes, they're, but they're I, kind of immature but yeah i was and... gonna talk about it too because uh it's another time that we see uh this detail again about will you know uh how he treats women women mm-hmm. uh, because he's like treating as if it was just you know she, he's objectifying these girls that they that he yeah they've been with and i think it's something that didn't age well hopefully thankfully mm-hmm. uh, because nowadays we are trying to uh how can we can, how can i say we're trying to you know uh move past this kind of yes. behavior towards women so yeah it's kind of yes. uh painful to watch when such thing happens on this show uh and also because mm-hmm. it's a uh it's something that is really recurring on Will's uh character so mm-hmm. yeah but it's nice also nice to, it's also nice to make a contrast like of how shows used to handle this situation back in that time and how it handles nowadays you know because at least we can see that it is a more nowadays it is treated with more respect right yes the the subject and it's nice to see that it evolved yes. throughout the time that's true so i guess the only thing that we can absorb like the good point is just that uh to make a contrast and i wonder to be glad that it changed yes and i kind of wonder if they put that whole scene for comedic effects you know purposes because um yeah in 2020 that you know couldn't make me laugh it didn't make me laugh at all or if they were kind no. of saying that, yeah, they are two stupid teenagers. I so. guess both, also, uh, both comedy and they are stupid. Because in that time, it was a normal kind of joke, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. they, they wouldn't be punished, like, um, publicly, you know. Mm-hmm. Because of that, that those kind of jokes. Yeah, it's not like. Also, the... we have seen we have seen fat jokes before in the the show, and oh, it is yes. kind of treated normal, right? Mm-hmm. It's not something that would happen nowadays. Yes, that's true. The... I... Yes. Okay, I was thinking about the later episodes of the show, and mm-hmm. some things are still cringy <laughs> uh, about these like topics. What? Um, oh yeah so yeah yeah we're gonna have to see a lot about it yeah then Astray sees the book he sees this book about crime and punishment uh, that Will is reading and but Will does, doesn't want to admit it I think he feels a little embarrassed for um, being engaged in this life this new life <laughs> <laughs> and Astray says that Astray admits that Will's having a good life in the place that he is now, and he kind of encourages Will to not to blow it because he has he's doing fine. 
But also, before that, uh, he kind of makes fun of Will, right? Yeah, but he was he was encouraging him. He was trying to show him um, that he respected his choice, I guess. Yes. And then they, they he reminds uh, Will of the time that Will had to hide his books on mm -hmm. pizza boxes because mm -hmm. the, the other uh, boys would make fun of him. So, yes. yeah, that was really... <laughs> uh, I think, I, I don't know, I, I was thinking about that because I wonder why they would do that, you know, why studying is seen as a bad thing in the black community, at least at that time. I guess it's not the black the black community itself, but his his neighborhood, because he grew up in Philadelphia, right? I guess mm -hmm. uh, the people who were around him didn't see like studying as a necessary thing. I don't know. Yes. So they would make fun of him. Yeah, I I wonder if it was because of that because uh, the job opportunities that they would have. Um, didn't it was not necessary for them to study for it, you know, like mm -hmm. so I was wondering if it if that was the reason behind this this uh behavior mm -hmm. but these stupid behaviors it's unfortunately it's common in this age because yeah, I remember when I was growing up um kids are kind of mean you know right the kids are mean and they treat people who like want something want to study they treat them as geeks right like mm -hmm. as weirdos and i don't know kind of we kind of end up not trying to make much effort i don't know because we don't want to be seen as geeks i guess <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and... I never really had this problem because I, when I was younger, I was a really bad student already. <laughs> so did you used to make fun of people who wanted something? <laughs> no, no. Uh, yeah. But nowadays, I really regret uh, not, not studying. In, yes, not studying. So yeah. and I'm trying to. I was. <laughs> I was one of the the weirdo guys, like some, I don't know, some guys used to make fun of me just because I was, uh, air quotes, geek, <laughs> kind of a geek, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's why I'm saying that kids are mean sometimes, because, yeah, so because you, of these stupid behaviors. You can um, relate to, <laughs> to this Will story. Yes, yes. A little bit, and I guess I guess he was just um, afraid of them. And then Will leaves the room, and Hillary enters the room, and she sees Ice Tray, and they kind of fall for each other at <laughs> second sight. Because <laughs> hey, they had seen it each was other. not second at second sight. No, it was yeah. the first time they were seeing each other. Seeing each other, no. No, I think she had seen him when he entered the house. 
Didn't he? I don't remember. <laughs> For me, they saw each other and it was like I put in the comments fatal attraction because it was crazy. They just kissed immediately without yeah. saying a word to each other. It was like an encounter of two um, soulmates. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Weird. And they start kissing and Vivian sees it and she she immediately gets um, disappointed desperate. and angry and angry and, and what? And desperate. And desperate also. And Will tries to show her that it's going to be good for Hillary, right? That she's gonna be, uh, she looks happier now. Mm -hmm. But if Vivian doesn't want to accept it. Because Hillary starts going out with Astray and she thinks it's not going to be good for her. And she tells Philip that she's not happy about it. Not at all. And Philip wants... He, he says that he has a plan to put an end in this. He wants to make Astray feel embarrassed, I guess. To embarrass himself. They, he decides to reunite the family at a restaurant and he invites Astray. Philip starts showing how Hillary's life is going to be if she marries Aistray. She says He says that she's going to live in Philadelphia with him and she's going to have to take care of the baby while Aistray is going to have a job as a Gucci bag rep representative. Oh my God. <laughs> that part, yeah. I, it was really funny that uh, Gucci, uh, Korean Gucci bag sales representative... Yeah, Yeah, Korean Gucci bag. <laughs> yeah, for me it was really funny because he's like going he's to. Gonna... She, yeah, she. Uh, Will is talking like it's something really important, but we know that he's talking about him being a. Uh, he's gonna. He's going to sell fake purses. Uh -huh. So yeah, for Or me. Or he's gonna sell you know this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puro voodoo. <laughs> Puro voodoo. <laughs> yeah. The fake version. Uh, yeah, I guess he was trying to show Hillary that she's not gonna, she's not gonna want this life. Uh, but it doesn't work. She doesn't seem to change her mind. And and Astray says, and Astray says that she, they have got married in secret. What makes Vivian even more desperate. And she starts saying desperately that, that Hillary is going to ruin her life. That Hillary ruined her life. And she said some another thing that was very strong. What was it? Was I think it was something like about he not being able, able to you know, give her anything. No, but she said another thing. Something that was kind of strong for me. She said that Vivian, uh, that Hillary had ruined her life, and oh shit, something else, something that was unnecessary. Um. Yeah, so she starts saying some unnecessary things, like, uh, like Hillary has ruined her life, and and etc. And that was very unpleasant to hear. It was not necessary to say those things. Even if she was not happy with the situation. Yeah, in front of the, yeah. the guy. It was really... Yeah, in front of him. Yeah, it was um, sad. I know that she's 
she doesn't want Hillary to to marry someone that she doesn't approve. But she doesn't have to humiliate the guy that way, you know. It was mm-hmm. it was so not called for, you know. Yeah, she was she wasn't really thinking, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It was like a a reaction, you know, automatic reaction. <laughs> yes, and and but then but then Hillary says that it was just a joke because she wanted to see their reaction. And and then they just leave laughing. Yeah. Uh, Hillary and Nice leave laughing. And we see that Will is upset. Is upset with what she said about Ice That scene I think um because I heard that I read that Will Smith was at that point he had never been on TV. So he was uh learning how to act. Uh with the series and that mm-hmm. look that look that he gave their uh, uncle and aunt uh, was so strong you know like so meaningful that he was yes. saying uh, you know that he's he was really he was really disappointed uh, that he was really uh, sad that their their family that his family was faking the whole you know, delight with this relationship. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think he... They, they talk about that at the end, I guess. Uh, it's something that will... He can relate? Like yeah, the, it, it, they are basically... You know, they, they've been... They were in the same place. Um, so, this could be something that... Someone you're talking say, about Will in the series or in real life? Uh, no, I'm talking about Will, the character, because mm. it's something that he could be facing, you know, with some uh, girlfriend's parents. And mm-hmm. I think that, yeah, it was uh, something really bad that happened. Yes. And, um, and none of us would expect the acting, something, from... the acting, I think it was great because. His eyes said everything that he wanted to say, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So... That one made the scene even stronger for me, too. Yeah. None of us would expect something, something like that to come from Vivian, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Because he's... Um, Will also mentions this. He's, he says that when they are back in the house, he tells Vivian how, she, how he's upset with her. And how he wouldn't, he would never expect this from her. He says that he would, he would expect it from Phil, but not from her, because, as we know, she's usually more sensible. She's usually more sensitive. More, you mean? No, we see that she's usually more, more sensible, and she's more down to earth, right? And yeah, none of us would expect it. And he says. He mentions this that he could relate to the to the situation because he and Astray are kind of the same person uh, as they grew up together and he knows like, exactly what Astray is going through, I guess. And but Vivian says that he has nothing to do with Astray because she doesn't want to believe that that Will is the same kind of guy, I guess. Um, but Will just tries to show her that 
Ice Tray was always there for him. Um, he talks about the books, uh, how Ice Tray always protected him from the bad guys. Like he he wanted to to read books, and the guys would make fun fun of him. But Ice Tray was there to have his back. But there was no one to have Ice Tray's to have Ice Tray's back. No one to protect him. And one made one made it even harder for him, I guess, for Ice Tray. Yes, um, and and also we understand that he had no one to like support him, to encourage him to study. You know, like uh, will mm -hmm. had because we we don't know now, but his family. Yeah, that that he fa his family cares about the studies. Uh, uh, that her aunt went to college. We don't know that yet. It's a spoiler. And because we also will also has the example of Philip, that is a black lawyer. So, you know, um, these are things that uh, Ice Tray probably didn't have this influence in his home, his house. So it's, I understand why Will is mad about this, and I I wish um, Vivian would have been more, you know, uh, sensitive about this topic. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I think that They don't think he's a good influence to Will and to Hillary. Because she sees that maybe his future is going to be a little different from what she wants for her family. Mm -hmm. And it's sad, but... Yeah, I wish she would at least uh, have been a little more sensitive with her the words that she chose Because we know that Ice Frey knows how to break into houses. It's not something that we want our kids to, you know, learn mm -hmm. and to be involved in. So, yeah. 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 In the end of the argument, she tries to, I guess she tries to understand what we were saying. So she just, she knows she's wrong. So mm -hmm. she just doesn't say anything. But I guess it was necessary. Uh, like they they need to lose this prejudice that they have against people um, they are not that don't don't have the the same life that they have right yes I was because I know that will has to learn a lot with them but they ha also have a lot to learn from will um, because they need to be more empathetic about other people you know um, other black people because yes. they are Because, because they have this prejudice, uh, class prejudice, you know, because, mm -hmm. uh, because I was gonna talk about that scene uh, that happened on the beginning of the episode and I forgot, uh, because Carton says something really uh, bad, you know, for someone to say in person. Uh, he says, so you are also a disadvantaged inner city youth. You know? Mm, yeah, he said that. And later on the episode, we also see him and Phil making a joke about him. About the grease thing? The yes. grease thing? I, I thought that... Yeah. 
I didn't want to mention this because I also thought it was too much. Uh, so I just didn't talk about it. Yes. Like also, he was a dirty guy, I don't know. I yes. didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then uh, at this thing that I'm talking about, about the carton, uh, Will kind of, to defend himself, he again uh, does a joke about Carton acting white, you know. Um, yeah. So... Yeah, it's like <laughs> because I straight doesn't even understand what he what uh Carlton says about him, right? And yeah. then Will says, "Okay, never mind. Uh this is this is just a 10, you know, to to talk about Carlton saying that he's not mm-hmm. really black, that he mm-hmm. just has a a 10." I understand mm-hmm. why uh Uh, Will would, you know, answer like this uh, with this do this kind of joke because I understand that it's something really bad for you to say to the person, mm-hmm. uh, and it seems like Carton doesn't even bother. Uh, uh, it's not bothered by what Will says. Yeah, and, he doesn't care. Yeah, because he's like trying to be superior to the guy, you know. So mm-hmm. doesn't care. He yeah, just that's sad. wants to look uh, rich and really uh, more intelligent than everybody. <laughs> so in the in the last scene, Astra is going back home, and we see they they they're saying goodbye to him. Yeah, he's saying goodbye to Will, and Astra invites him to go back to Philadelphia with him. But Will wants to stay, and he does. He makes this joke, saying that if uh, if Phil wakes up and Will's not there, he's gonna have a a, a mental breakdown. Is that what he said? Or a massive ha- heart attack. <laughs> It was oh, one yeah. of the a... one of these options. <laughs> yeah, and Phil says like, yeah, but I would I would recover. <laughs> yes. Um, and then. He's going to say goodbye to Hillary, and she says how she's gonna miss him and how meaningless her life is gonna be without him. And and he says that he has a first class ticket that he could trade for a for two coach tickets so that they could go together. But she has no interest in the idea <laughs> of flying of flying coach. Yes. So she just goes back to to the Hillary that we know. Yeah, but the 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 sh- the episode really ends with her saying, "Coach, uh-huh. <laughs> like, no way." <laughs> no really... way, I'm flying coach. Yeah, it shit. was really funny <laughs> that scene because it was the moment that she realized that. Uh, I think she didn't pay attention that he was not rich. Uh huh. Um, yeah. So yeah, it was really funny that scene. Like, not that yeah. funny. Like, it's funny, but we know that it's wrong, you know. So, I I laugh about it, but sometimes I feel a bit um, guilty. <laughs> guilty, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Because we yeah. understand that it's not something that we should be laughing about. Yeah, we have a lot of weird behaviors. A lot yes. of weird, weird behaviors. Prejudicial behaviors. Prejudice. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then that was the end of it. And uh, did didn't you recognize uh, I stray for somewhere? Because when I saw him, I was like, mm, was I know this. he the same actor? Yes, yeah, the actor. Yes. Um, or not? No, no, no. Uh, no, I don't he's, know. This guy, um, his name is Don Chido uh, or Tedo. <laughs> I don't know, Tedo or Chido. Um, it's really strange. The wait, uh, I don't know the name. Okay, and I, I think he's most he's most famous for his part in Iron Man and other Marvel movies. He played. Ah, yes, he was yeah, James no, Rhodes or War Machi- Machine. War Machine. I think he's uh, yeah, friends he with uh, Iron Man. Mr. Stark. Yes, with yeah, Stark. I know him. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, that's funny because I no. didn't really like these movies. I think I watched it. Uh, yeah, I think I watched Iron Man uh, 1 and 2. And. Yeah, and I remember him from this. I was like, I think this guy was on some Marvel movie that I have watched. And then I looked for him and there was... Yeah, I feel kind of dumb because I've, I've watched the Iron Man uh, a few times. And I did not recognize him. Yeah, so he was... And now that you said, he kind of looked almost the same. He didn't change much. Yes. So it's they not say, difficult to uh, recognize black him. Black don't crack. <laughs> so yeah, I think he made more than... He was uh, the same character in more than five Marvel movies. You know, so yeah. He's a really... I he was in the Iron Man and the Avengers. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, because there are more than... I don't know, there are so many Marvel movies mm-hmm. about the Avengers. So yeah, it's an entire universe. Yes. It's I think he he spent like 10 years playing this same character. So yeah, basically a TV show. <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting to see that he um you know, was able to grow in his career. I had not recognized him. Mhm. I think I'm good with that. Um, yeah, I always. I think so. I I I remember faces better than I remember names. You know, I really, when I'm watching some TV show, I can see the the guy like 20 years later, uh, the same 20 years before was in the same guy was in the X Files, for example. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you have a a good memory for. Remembering faces. Yes. So yeah, yeah what what yeah, was so your then, favorite? What was the funniest moment of the episode for you? Yeah, for me, the funniest the funniest scene was when we was talking to Vivian about Hillary. He was saying how Hillary is looking happier now uh, that she used to be that she she used to have a kind of a sour face sour look on her face yeah he was just saying that she looks happier now and what she needed was just a good like he said she just needed one good 
and Vivian looks at him like he was he was going to say something bad. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Friend, one good friend." And I guess that was the first scene that I left. But I also left in the scene when Hillary's saying that how she's happy. She's uh, thankful for Vivian for inviting Istray, for inviting Istray to the house. And she says that she hasn't been this happy since she's since she bought her Armani her Armani, suit. Armani suit. Yeah. yeah. She hasn't been this happy since she bought her Armani suit. So we see how she how important these rich things is for her. Yeah, the material yeah. things. Mm-hmm. For you, what about you? What was the funniest moment for you? Oh, for me, it was the Korean Gucci bag sales representative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because he said it as if it was like a, a real job, uh, something that was really good. Um, but yeah, just we trying know to that. mock him. I don't even know if um, if Hillary realized what he was saying. You know. No, but, I don't know either. Yeah, for me, this is the 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 guilty laugh that I I gave to the scene because yeah, it's mm -hmm. something that's not such a good thing to be joking about, but still, I really think it was really funny. <laughs> I think it was yes. really funny. Yeah. Yeah. So in general. Um, just talking about the episode in, on a whole, I think it was interesting to know a little bit of, little more. <laughs> uh, it was interesting to know a little more about. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, it was interesting to see a little more about Will's personality. No, no, it's not Will's personality. It was interesting to see a little more of. Uh, how Will's doing um, with his new family, with his new surroundings. Yes. Because we can see that we can see that he's starting to feel attached, I guess, to this to this life, and we and can also... see that he's trying to he he's trying to the scene when we see the crime and punishment the crime and punishment book. That he's reading, and we saw that he also was making, was making some notes. Yes. So it was the first time that we could we could have an impression that he's trying to. He's he's making an effort. Yeah, it seems like he's taking work. literature really uh, serious. Seriously. Uh huh. And I think it was really nice to see that too. And yeah. also, I think he. He now, I think, with this visit of Ice Tray, I think now he recognizes more that he... Where he belongs. Not right? where, he where he belongs. Where he belongs now. Uh, but what he... That it's better for him to be there, to, to be able to grow and study. Um, mm -hmm. And also I was going to say something else. Oh, yeah, we... This episode, we all, we also saw many, and we also see some bad things about their uh, character. You know, their the the family, because we see that Carton and Phil are really 
um, you know, think less of people who are poor and doesn't study much. And mm -hmm. also, you know, yeah, about this, this thing about Will that he treat, treats women like badly. And yeah, that's uh, what we could see until now, to this point about them, about their personality. So, that was it for today. Thank you for listening to our podcast. And don't forget to follow us on our Instagram, Nikki Joe Podcast. And hope to see you next week. Bye. Bye, see you.